the Big Scottish Football Podcast with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron. Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the Big Scottish Football Podcast. I'm Stephen Mill and he's Ewan Cameron. How are you doing? Good morning, Stephen. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are listening around the world. Yes, it's lovely to be here. Had a nice weekend. Can I talk about my weekend or do you want to go somewhere else first? No, you can talk about your weekend as long as you keep it very brief. A couple of recommendations for you. There was a restaurant that I went to on Saturday. What was the name of it? I've got no idea. I told you when I came in. Oh, The Botanist. That, I was in that place. The Botanist, yeah. Yeah, it was the first time I'd been to The Botanist and I'd ordered a club sandwich, which was lovely, but I made a mistake because my wife got some hanging chicken. Yeah, they put it on a sort of like hanging skewer type thing I've been before. So, I'm not going to show you a picture. So You don't need to show us a picture. Think of bits of chicken that have been skewered. And, and, got, and, 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 then, and then it's hanging. I've, I've explained it quite adequately. And hanging. There, and, yeah. and in between the bits of chicken that are skewered are like peppers and onions and stuff. Aye. And then underneath the hanging chicken, there is a bowl of chips. And what you do is, is you get the sauce that's a, that, that comes with the chicken and you pour it into a little saucer type thing at the top of the hanging chicken and then it drips down the chicken, the sauce, all the way down the skewer and then the remaining sauce falls into your bowl of chips I mean, thoroughly enjoyed that. I had two bits of my wife's chicken. It was lovely. Club sandwich was great. So, yeah, The Botanist, recommend that restaurant. And I also want to recommend another movie because I do like to recommend my movie. Go and get me my theme tune, please, mate, for movies. Thank you. It's not, it's not a long review, just a quick one. I love my horror movies, so I watched the, the uh, sequel to The Nun. The Nun 2 is a recommendation for me this week. So if you want to watch a horror movie, The Nun 2, it's about a a, 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 de- nun? a demon nun yeah. who is going round and killing priests in 1956 and then ends up at an all-girls boarding school. Through the, and, and the demon is inside the janitor who is at the boarding school helping with the, the children and he doesn't know the demon's living inside him. And so it's more it's more the Janny as opposed to no, the no, nun. No, 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 the nun's there, but the nun is using... But the Janny 2 doesn't have the same ring to it as... No, the, no, the nun no. Oh, I wouldn't watch a Janny 2. No. But the nun 2 is very good. That's another recommendation. See, so see, um, so go to the botanist, have some hanging chicken, and then go home and watch the nun 2. That's at, your plans for this weekend. At your school, did your Janny live in a wee house? Uh, next to the school. Next to the school. Aye. And yeah. he had all the balls and the frisbees. Why? Did because he wouldn't give us, give them, give, give us them back. You had a horrible Janny then. We had a horrible Janny. Oh, kept we all the nice balls. Janny. We yeah. also had a Janny who would stick a knife or scissors through the ball. Really? If we kicked onto the roof. Or sometimes you'd accidentally hit a window and break the window. Yeah, that happened. That does happen. And then he would he would actually um, stab the ball. That's a horrible Janny. Yeah, I mean, that, that sounds like another film. That That's the Janny too <laughs> that we've just described there. So thank you very much for that. Um, lots of correspondence uh, with regards to your movie recommendations. Uh, Big Time Burger says, Ewan's movie recommendations are like the old drunk boy from the pub getting a taxi home. Enjoy your night, mate. Uh, Bungholio, uh, any chance you could do the quiz at the start of the show just so Ewan can leave before we need to listen to his pish? <laughs> uh, Dale McKinnon says for Stephen uh, to compare it to other bad decisions is complete nonsense this is obviously the Rangers offside we are now <sighs> about weeks? three weeks on from this yeah. and we're still talking about it and no other game has there been offside has there been 20 minutes absolutely fair play Rangers thanks Derek 
It was Dale, but you know, I, Thanks, I, 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 I don't care. I think I, Dale I follows me on Twitter. He's no, a nice I, guy. I don't care. Uh, Christopher Todd's making a similar point as well. And again, I'd just like to say for the record, I don't care. Um, so I said what I said, and I can't be bothered. He's a nice guy as well. I like him. Um, I'm sure Chris, Christopher and Dale are lovely, lovely. guys. And, they and, and, and just, to, just to clarify, they're perfectly entitled to their opinion. And thank you very much for getting in touch. Um, but um, we all need to move on with our lives. And I suggest that you probably need to move on with your lives as well. Well, However, that's a bit harsh. Something funny did happen during the week, though, and it was an old clip from this podcast (gasps) that went viral again. Now, (sighs) you and... um, Half a million people have listened to this clip. How do people find these things? Because uh, it was probably about this time last year, actually, um, that you had a big, massive rant about Celtic fans uh, because they were unhappy with some refereeing decisions. I think it was the Conor Goldson handball, I think. I think that's what sort of sparked off. You went a big, massive rant about how Celtic fans are... Uh, buying any conspiracy theories and they should get a life and all the rest. And the referees aren't out to get referees them. Referees aren't out to get them. So if you'd just like to recreate that rant uh, for Rangers <laughs> fans, please, the camera's up there. <laughs> no, just no fair spare. Fair well, spare. No, balance it out. Well, no, if, if you're going to say that about Celtic fans, I mean, I, sure, I, surely, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, let's be honest. There's right, been a lot okay, of conspiracy okay. theories going around. Yeah, okay, right. Can I, I made my point last week on this. I and I, I still believe it. Rangers, up until they said that Willie Collum shouldn't referee their matches, had a point. You, but you said it wasn't a penalty. But I don't think it was a penalty. But what I'm saying is, so, so how, sure, so how, sure. how they came to that decision. I agree with what Rangers were doing in regards to transparency, right? And also to to tell us about the process. Nothing wrong with that. And I think most Scottish football fans would agree with that. The point where they, they, they lost got me, that, though. they had to win with the SFA. But the point that. that they lost me, as I said last week, and we're not going to go over old ground, is when they said that Willie Collum, right. I don't want them refereeing my games anymore. So, so there's the camera there. I'm not. And there's not, the camera there. No, no. And, and so I, you can see the hypocrisy in this. You you're sat, calling me a hypocrite. Yeah, because you're last, calling me a hypocrite. Last this time last year, you sat and you ranted, as everybody saw on Twitter this week. You ranted and ranted about Celtic fans being paranoid. This is not the same conspiracy theories. No, well, it's not the same. It's it was, it, it was, explain how it's not the it's same. It's not the same, Stephen. Explain how it's not because the same. Because there was a belief, and there has been a belief for a long time with no, some no, no, Celtic no, no, fans, no, 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 no. So, that the referees were out to get them, that and, the referees were all in it for Rangers, etc., etc., etc. So Rangers fans have been saying the exact same things about Willie Collum over the last three weeks? Oh, no, they have. Right, okay, so there's the camera there. On you go. Well, listen... As I've said about Celtic fans, I'm going to say to the Rangers fans as well. And I'm going to say to all of Scottish football and all football fans, there is no conspiracy. I think the referees do as good a job as they possibly can under the circumstances. I don't think they're biased towards one team or the other. I've always believed that. I'm not one of these conspiracy theorists. So to Rangers fans, cut out the nonsense. Your club had had a point and then they lost me when they asked for Willie Colm not to referee your games anymore. So, yes, to Rangers fans, there is no conspiracy, there is no SFA conspiracy, and there's nobody out to get you. That's it. It's the same. Well done. That's all you needed that, to but do. But it's true, that's, though. That's, that's but, all you needed to but do. But I'll say that about every Scottish football fan. That's absolutely fair. And, and like, I, I totally agree. You've been fairly consistent on that. Thank you. There you are. Okay. Oh, you uh, little shit. <laughs> right. Uh, lots of chat about league reconstruction last week as well, because you can tell it's the winter break. Uh, Gordon says, after listening to today's pod, Scottish football needs this league format, an 18-team league, four old firm games, uh, better chance of an upset, more opportunities to bring in youth players. I don't know how you get four... No, we don't get four. Celtic Rangers games from it. 18 team league unless unless they're playing about 
64 games a year so I, I don't know how that quite works maybe you can come back and show you're working on that Gordon we're, we're open to theories as well I did see quite a few uh, other nice suggestions uh, in terms of like 16 team leagues 18 team leagues that split and had playoffs and yes. stuff like that as well I think all these things should be discussed I think that we're probably reaching the stage over the next 5 to 10 years and you know uh, there's somebody else I can't remember who it was here um, Soul Destroyer uh, 199 um, so I actually and I did prefix this by saying I don't know exactly how Rangers and Celtic fans feel about playing each other four times a season we'll put a poll up on the Twitter page yeah we will let's do that Um, uh, well Soul Destroyer says I hate playing the other Glasgow teams uh, the other Glasgow team so much per season I actually hate the split as well top league should be either 16 or 18 play each other once home and away uh, with two or three up and down Premiership 18 teams 18 teams championship 18 teams conference but but, Uh, but just now everyone else uh, that doesn't make it in the top flight tough luck stop blaming Rangers and Celtic we don't want the status quo either I would take issue with that I think Celtic and Rangers very much want the status quo I think the clubs do I'm not sure the fans do I think we can separate the clubs and the fans there'll be lots of fans like Soul Destroyer um, who doesn't want the status quo I can absolutely 100% guarantee that Celtic and Rangers want the status quo because it suits them down to the ground now also he goes on to make a point sorry Ewan that there's other teams who uh, like having their two or three games against Celtic and Rangers every year of course and they're to blame as well they need to get themselves to fuck yes so like absolutely so there's there's a lot of things you balanced it up there because other clubs are just as much to blame as Celtic and Rangers and and I made this point last week Neil Doncaster gets a lot of slagging quite rightly in some cases but also he is only acting on the club's instructions. A, if the clubs wanted rid of Neil Doncaster, they could do that today. Yes, they could. They could literally do that today. Mm-hmm. They could have a vote and vote him out. Secondly, if they wanted any changes to the league, to the way the league's set up, how many people get promoted, the competition, the format, whatever it is, they could do that today. Yes. But they don't want to because a combination of... Celtic and Rangers are obviously quite happy because they clean up and win everything. Now, I'm not saying that... Wouldn't would happen. Wouldn't happen, but I think it would probably give other teams, depending on how you change that, a wee bit more of a chance. Also, the other teams, as Soul Destroyer rightly points out, is um, they are so desperate to get their two or three home games against Celtic and Rangers and they can't see the wood for the trees. Yeah. Um, All so, good points. I, I, my brother-in-law, and I've said this before, uh, he's married to my sister... And he's a season ticket holder at Parkhead and he goes every single home he goes to every single home game, goes to a few away games as well, and he goes with his dad and he goes with his brother. And he's bored of playing the same teams week in and week out, four times a season, etc. Just, et just interesting. Rangers fans that I know sick and tired of playing each other four times a season and possibly five or six of us in the cup and that. So I think what you've got is that the vast majority of football fans out there would love to see a reconstruction of the leagues and not to be playing each other four times a season or more if you're meeting in the cups. So I think this is a football club issue and not a fan issue. 100%. Also um, interesting to see this week as well that Rangers have in exchange for two pay-per-view games... I saw that. ...sold, well, not sold, but allowed Sky to have another game at Ibrox. There'll be five games at Ibrox this season, um, which is great. There needs to be flexibility and stuff like this, and we've said this before. The reason that we we do have Livingston versus Motherwell later on this season on the telly... um, And by the way, I've got absolutely no problem with that game being shown. um, It's about quotas. It's all about how many times they are going to show uh, matches at each home ground. Yes. They're limited to four. Again, 
The reason that that is is because that's what the clubs wanted. Correct. Because they wanted to protect their home attendances. Now, I can kind of get that. And the TV money that comes with it. Yes. So I can I can kind of understand that. But there needs to be a wee bit more flexibility. So that deal that the Rangers did with SPFL during the week, I think is quite a good thing. So we'll see what happens uh, going forward. Elsewhere, uh, Ewan has a good point about high-quality sportsmen loving to win and hating to lose. That's why I would be surprised if Lauren Shanklin doesn't do everything he can to get a move away from Hearts this window. Well, what's the date now? The date? It is the 15th of January yes. and there is no chat about Shanklin leaving. There's it's more, all gone very quiet. About his contract, to be honest. Correct. It's all gone very quiet. Rangers have gone quiet. Celtic have gone quiet. Sunderland, Norwich, it's all very quiet. I said it last week and I'm saying it again. Lauren Shanklin will not be going to Rangers. He will not be going to Celtic. He's staying in Edinburgh. He's going to be at Tynecastle on the 1st of February. The sooner you realise that, the better you're going to feel. Go and look elsewhere for a striker because he ain't coming to your team. Derek says, surely the hard Hardest hard, hardest hard question in Scottish football is what does Ewan Cameron's wife do as a job? <laughs> <laughs> we never got to the bottom of that last week. Also, Derek says he's got a solution for the conspiracy theories about the quiz because you're full of them. Yeah. Um, questions A and B get pulled in a sealed envelope on the desk. You flip a coin, the winner picks whatever envelope uh, they want to read them and then we read the questions to each other. Nah. Nah. I don't want that responsibility because I just need to concentrate on the quiz and not have to worry about reading questions to you. Uh, Stratus says, can we have a special Ewan quiz where he gets five hearts questions and if he doesn't get all five, he has to end the show by himself with a smile. <laughs> <laughs> I'd quite enjoy that. Uh, Porgy Boy says, great show as usual, guys. Thank you very much. Ewan, if I remember correctly, you were the one who agreed to be referred to as Jambo Bear. I didn't agree to that. Your true colours are starting to shine through as a Rangers fan. And finally, the quiz. Moaning as per about Stephen's easy questions, he's obviously more clued up than you as he generally knows the answers to most of your questions that you get wrong as well. So thank you very much, uh, Porgy Boy. Uh, Mark Doyle says, you're definitely getting stitched up like a kipper with the quiz this question. Which were way harder. Unless you watch football in lower leagues, which most of us don't, don't know how you're supposed to know where Forford play. But that's... That's general knowledge, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. That's See, general knowledge. Um, it was funny the first time winding up, but now it's just cruel. I mean, it is cruel. Off. See this Jambo Bear nonsense. Now, I know for those of you who I are, have said numerous occasions... Don't call me Jambo don't Bear. Don't call you and Cameron Jambo Bear. Just okay. don't do it. Now... If you think it's big and it's clever, it's not. Don't call him Jambo yeah. Bear. He hates it. Okay, I'm going to show you a picture from 24 years ago. Now, I know if you're listening to the podcast... Um, if, you, if, if you're listening you. on Spotify, but jump onto YouTube because yeah. uh, you can see us on YouTube. There's remember. a picture. Can I'm holding it up? I'll just hold it. Get the right light, and you can see that I'm holding my firstborn, who's now 24, we, and I'm wearing the Hearts home. We strip. don't know that that is you to be. No, fair. that is like, me. Your face is no, covered. No, well, there. I'll show you another picture then. Right, your face is covered there, and there's me wearing the Hearts away strip. Yeah, of the of the there. Can you go back to that, please? There you go. There they are wearing the hearts away shirt. That was twenty five years I, I, ago. I don't, I don't know if the camera's quite picked up that picture as well. But don't you, say anything. You have one of those what is known in the industry as a soul patch. Just a wee. Somebody slagged off my beard last week. They did slag your beard. But off. It, it, they said it looked like it'd been painted it, on. It had been sprayed on. But the the thing is, this is like I've had a shave since last week. That's just how my facial hair grows. However, that picture, if you can put it, look there at you that. There you go. So there is a little bit at the bottom. Look at that! There's, what's what's that bit called there under your chin? That wee kind of like hairy bit. You've decided to leave. I've decided to leave that there. Yeah. 
I mean, you were you in the backwards baseball cap in that picture as well. Yes, I am. Jesus, that was the early nineties, twenty-five years ago. Chain and and I had the Hearts home and away strip that I got sent out to me when I was living in the Middle East, right? So this jambo bear pish, right? No, Let's that's end it now. That's the jambo part of the jambo oh, bear. Shop. That's, right. that's how that's the that's how they merge. Okay, let's talk about the pissy leagues. Uh, no, we're going to do a chart rundown first. Oh, chart rundown! Get the music, mate. Yeah, we need a uh, countdown. Uh, please, producer John, if we have the countdown music, there we go. Anything else? Right, count me in. Yeah. Paul Hardcastle, top of the pop scene tune. Into the eighties, into the nineties. Chart countdown of who's listening where. You ready? Here we go. The chart begins now. Okay, in the UK, we're at number 46. Canada oh. up to number 60. Australia breaking into the top 50 as well. New Zealand 71. Uh, Belgium creeping into the top 197. Turkey 31st in the Turkish charts this week. Get in. Which I think is quite good. 47th in the, K- uh, in the UAE. And of course, the Cayman Islands coming through for us again. We are the 12th biggest podcast in the Cayman Islands. John, do me a favour. Go and do a Google search on the Cayman Islands. Let me s- tell us what the population is of that island, please. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean... You're getting any more in the charts. Can it? we? No, that's it. Um, can we do a live show from the Cayman Islands? We should phone somebody in the Cayman Islands next week. That's a good shout. Um, I will ask the bosses if we can do that. I yeah. think it's quite an expensive place to go to. Cayman so Islands. there's actually a place in um, the Cayman Islands called East End. Oh, we're not going there. We can do it live from East End. Uh, 68,136 people in the last census, and that was in 2021. Thank you, my friend. So about 60,000. Right, so okay. what's the time difference between us and the Cayman Islands? So here it's well, half past 11 in the morning. What would it be it's, there? It's sort of, it's just to the other side of Jamaica. It's sort of, it's, it's sort of in between... 6.27am at the moment. Right, so I, I think we should do a show from the Cayman Islands. I think that'd be great. Very popular. Did they have an airline? Cayman Air. Cayman Air. Should go with Cayman Air. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But do a show around the pool. I thought that'd be great. I like that. Do a competition where listeners of the podcast get a chance to come with us. Have they got any football teams, John? Let's have a look. Cayman if there's Islands. if there's a league, Cayman Islands football league. Cayman Islands. They must have a league, eh? You think? think so? I mean, they, they do. Must, they must have an international team as well, eh? Yeah, uh, they will do. Of course Cayman. they will. Right, I've got the Cayman Islands Premier League in front of me now. Wow. Who's at the top of the league? Um, I don't know. Uh, Scholars International have won the last three titles. <laughs> wow. Wow. They're good, then. Solid um, team. Yeah. They're Scot- the Celtic S- of the Cayman Islands. Scholars International look Hold on a minute. pretty decent. Mark Campbell is the manager of the Cayman Islands international team. Now, is that Mark? Surely can't be Mark Campbell, the former centre air in Falkirk centre half. Well, there's only one way to find out. Right, hold on. This is this is. I've never heard of him. No, right, Mark. Who Campbell. did he play with? Did he not play? He played for a few Scottish teams. Did he play for your team, John? He did, aye. So, uh, Dwayne Wright is the top goal scorer in the Cayman Islands League of All Time. Um, He's actually the same age as me, he's 34 years old. Uh, He played with Bowdoin Town. Um, Go to town. Yeah. So, nah, see, the Cayman Islands national football team are now the head coach is Claudio Garcia. Oh, is it not Mark Campbell? It's not Mark Campbell. He's been sacked. Oh, he's he's obviously been sacked. They've, they've brought in Claudio Garcia to tide them oh. over uh, over the next wee while. So. They found out he wasn't qualified enough because he'd played for Falkirk. Yeah, that's mm. what it is. I don't think it must. It must be a different Mark Campbell. Why, why? 
Maybe not. Why is he going to be in the Cayman Islands? Why not? That's true. Could be a tax expert. Oh, no, I've seen a picture of the Cayman Islands, but it's definitely not Mark Campbell. Okay, dokie. Right, let's move on from the Cayman Islands then. I'll leave that with you, producer John, and move on to the football at the weekend. Dunfermline on their winter break at the moment, obviously. I mean, I know we're not in the Premiership, but we're obviously being treated as a big team because we don't play very much anymore. Our game was off on Saturday. Yep, there was a burst water pipe, and um, it's uh, we were off sunning ourselves in Dubai. How, anyway. how many players were um, injured ahead of Saturday's game? About fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, so there's um, James McPake. Look, was fire hose. <laughs> <laughs> did you see? Did you see the pictures? There was a big hole in the pitch. So who was there through the night with their pickaxe? <laughs> no, I, d- I, d- I don't think so. Um, so Dunfermline no, was, was, was no, quite was quite rightly I, I, called. I, 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 I listen just for balance, right? I gave Falkirk a really hard time for not putting the effort in to clear the pitch when there's a wee bit of snow. And down the road, who cleared their pitch and got the game on? Stenhouse Muir. Stenhouse Muir, right? Yeah. So I think for, for balance, I'm going to have to have a pop at Dunfermline. Where was the volunteers and the fans and the effort to put in to clear that pitch? There was what none. What do you mean clear the pitch? It was waterlogged. Yeah, but you get the squishy things out. The squishy things out? What are those squishy things? A brush. No, the, the the rubber bits. A, like a squeegee thing. Squeegee thing. Get the squeegee things out and get, but uh, get, the, a, get a bucket and pail. The the, refer- <laughs> the referee said that it was unplayable. So yeah, because you hadn't made the effort to clear the pitch. It was unclearable. Get, like, sponges. It was underwater. What you do is you it get, was like well, Atlantis. You know, by the way, why has never anyone thought of this? See, when you've got a waterlogged pitch, throw, like... A hundred sponges on it and then walk around the sponges to soak the water in and then lift the sponges and throw them into a bucket. That would soak up. Or you could get like water. a massive kitchen roll, like a massive plenty, you know those bounty. huge big, bounty. those big bounties you get Bounties. loads of them over the pitch. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Boom. So yeah, I, I think it was um pretty poor from Dunfermline not being able to to get the volunteers out, to get the staff in early. To even make an effort to clear the pitch. You didn't even make But the there was effort. a big hole there was a big hole in the pitch. What are they meant to do about that? Fill it in with sand. Why? And then it would just all collapse. What the hole? Yes. How big was the hole? It was a it was a big hole. Like like deep. Was it like? Yes, how, it was right through the pitch. But how deep? I, mean, I don't know. It don't wasn't know. it wasn't that deep where you couldn't not see it. Was it, it that it deep? It was. If you'd kept going, you'd get to Australia. That, 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 that's basically... <laughs> would it get us to the Cayman Islands? It would get us to the Cayman Islands. <laughs> to, to be fair, Dunfermline have had bothered with their undersoil heating for years. It must be a total shonky system. Um, so it was a burst pipe, it was pressurised, burst a hole in the pitch. Water, it was cold as well. Water pushing everywhere. Yeah, yeah just like that. Look, listen, and to, be, to be serious though, that used to happen a lot um, in the noughties. There was, there was, when it gets really cold, I remember it happened at Hearts a couple of times. So if you've not... It's going up- to be freezing this week as Aye, well. And if you've not upgraded your underground, under soil heating and stuff like that and pipes, then there's going to be problems well, this weekend. Well, Dunfermline's game, Dunfermline meant to be playing Queen's Park on Saturday. I would highly, highly uh, doubt that match is going to be on because it's to be Baltic all week and obviously now we've got no under soil heating. Yeah, so yeah. Um, I don't think that match will be on. And uh, that gives us another couple of weeks to get some players back. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Friday night, uh, one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. Inverness oh. versus Dundee United. Dundee United will not care. Tony Watt uh, grabbing a last-minute winner and that put them top of the table. All the pressure on Wraith Rovers on Saturday and they crumbled. Only one win in five. Annoyingly, that was against them. Fairman. That's um, done. Season's done. So Wraith Rovers 
lose on Saturday to Queen's Park, who have now won two in a row. Callum Davidson's first game in charge as well, coming from behind. A lovely goal for their equaliser yeah. as well. A really good touch and finish. Um, but Wraith Rovers are just, um, yeah, they're struggling a wee bit at the moment. And obviously, they will point to the fact that they've had a great season so far. They've already got more points than they did the whole of last season. So that's an improvement for them. Um, but in terms of the title nah. challenge, would you expect nah. now... They're falling away now. Dundee United to kick yeah. on? Yeah, I think they'll kick on and Wraith Rovers will fall away. They've had their purple patch. They're going through a bit of a, a poor time of it just now and I think that's it for them. Sam Stanton is out for Wraith Rovers and I think that's uh, that's a very, very big miss for them. It was I a think poor, he's... poor performance and result at the weekend. So yes, Dundee United. You're right, it was an awful game. But Dundee United and their fans don't care. They no. came down the road with the three points. And did you see Tony Watt's celebration? Yeah. He went right up to the defender, who clearly <laughs> been giving him a needle all game, totally. and just put his face in his face. And I don't know what he said. But, I doubt um, we'll ever know what no, he said, to be honest. But um, I do like Tony Watt. And when you've got someone like him in your team who's got that experience, scores goals... Um, good footballing brain them for that that um, league they'll do well Wraith Rovers playing Livingston in the cup this Saturday Dundee United got a week off obviously because they got put out by Queen of the South in the last round elsewhere uh, Morton won Partick this is one so it's as you were um, and the other match was a draw as well Arbroath versus Air United but that did mean the end of Lee Bullen he has been sacked this morning as um, Air United manager after two years in charge a lot of unhappy Air United fans in the lead up to that game after the game as well are both on the bones of their arse as well in terms of injuries and Air United could not beat them on Saturday it means they are slipped to ninth into the relegation playoff spot and Lee Bullen is out a job He's I thought job that center. draw was going to buy him a wee bit more time they play Kelty Hearts on Saturday in the cup I I, I my my reading of that is that it didn't matter what the result was going to be at the weekend. I think they'd already made their decision that he was going to go. Possibly. Uh, Partick Thistle played Ross County, which uh, I'm sure will be triggering for many uh, Partick Thistle fans after what happened in the playoff at the end of last season. Uh, and uh, Morton are also in action as well. They're at home to Montrose on Saturday. Right. Um, League One. Um, so, I mean, what's going on here, producer John? I know you weren't at the game, but Edinburgh City were 50-1 to and they were 2-0 up at half-time. What happened there? Falkirk, to give you a wee bit of context in case you're not paying attention, top of the league, unbeaten, still remain unbeaten because they got it back to 2-2, but you had to rely on what was never a penalty, a dive outside the box that was given as a penalty. Is that not really embarrassing for you, John? No, it's not. <laughs> um, there was six, John McGuinn clearly underestimated Edinburgh. They had brought in three or four, five boys in from kind of an on loan from Premiership teams, didn't know what we They'd expect. lost nine games in a yeah, row before Saturday. No, but this is bef- they, they brought in a whole bunch of players during the week there, Stephen. Um, John McGunn made six changes. He randomly switched the formation to some mad 3-4-1-2 thing, which the team had never played. Um, and Sounds all- like John McGlynn. So uh, they were 2-0 down at half-time. He made five changes at half-time. We could have gone on and won the game after we brought on the big boys. Um, I mean... But- 2-2, two, two. I'll Pretty take that, 26 games unbeaten. If nobody's seen the penalty, by the way, it's poor. that Falker Can we just talk about... ludicrous. Right, but can we just... Oh, I, release, I, the I, I, release the audio. Release the audio. I want to hear the audio between the referee and the linesman yeah. because something's gone... There's something no right about it. 
can I just no right. can I just say Michael McKindle, the Edinburgh City manager, had no complaints over the penalty in his post match. You can't. I mean, wait, can I don't want to go. Don't want to go. The only people who've had complaints but about this penalty are. Hamilton supporters, Stenhouse Muir supporters, and the guy from Dunfermline, who's a Dunfermline supporters, who does the Stenhouse Muir media, who posts it all over his socials and grasped us into the SFA, the big grass that he is. I know, but I mean, like, blatant cheating like that should be called John, out. John, Big call. John. Can we just go back to the fact that Cole Donaldson, our centre-half, turned the boy in three like inside out right, three John, times. John, John, right. I, it's not a penalty, right? It's I'm not a penalty. To, I'm going to ask I you, agree. is it a penalty? It's not a penalty. Right, there you go, it's not a penalty. It's I mean, not a penalty, but yeah. 26 I, unbeaten. It was never a corner for their first. We're not talking right. about that. Right, I will scored for a corner. I, it was I, never a corner. I will agree that you win some and you lose some, and I do think it balances itself out in the course of a season. So yes. you got away with one there at the weekend. Yes, but I think the bigger story here... 26 games unbeaten Phenomenal Still Thank the you, only yeah. team In the United Kingdom That is unbeaten yes. So well done Falkirk Can I ask you One other question yes. I'm talking about Not forget the cups And all that Just in the league campaign Will you remain unbeaten For the entire league campaign No You think you will lose At some point yes. Okay I'll look forward to that day I know you will Stephen You've been waiting A long time son yeah. uh, Hamilton closed the gap After beating Cove Rangers By two goals To nil Cove lost the last Couple of matches uh, Not one in the last Four actually So the gap at the top Is nine points Hamilton do have uh, A game in hand Is it nine points Have I made that up It's uh, Yeah it's nine, it's points. Nine, yeah, nine points A game in hand Nine points So if Hamilton win Their game in hand It'll be down to six And then uh, John McGlynn's wee head will start pulsing and getting a wee bit cracked under the pressure like it usually does. Uh, elsewhere, Montrose lose at home against Stirling Albion. Um, elsewhere, Queen's South 1, Aloha 1 as well, so it's as you were. Edinburgh City 2, Falkirk 2, and Kelty Hearts um, drew with Annan at home. I had Kelty on my coupons because your dad works with Kelty. Yeah. Tell him I'm not a happy boy. Oh, was... they done me as well, Stephen. You can have <laughs> words for me and all. He, he was not a happy boy on Saturday night. They should have won apparently, but you know. Yeah, yeah. that's what I had done on my coupons. One shot on goal and he scored and with he it. And he scored with it. So there we go. One of those matches. It was a team that let me do from a coupon at the weekend. Well, you shouldn't be gambling so much. Right, let's move on on to League Two action. And as ever, um, it's been a busy week in the international political scene and uh, lots happening in the Middle East as well. But he's taken some time out to speak to us. It's President Joe Biden. Thanks, you and Stephen. I'm thinking about bringing in Gary A. Smith as my vice president. What a job he is doing at Stenhouse Muir. On Saturday, it was the Warriors versus the Spartans and Stenham made history with 11 wins in a row, moving them 14 points clear at the top. Bobby McCall couldn't make it two wins in a row as his Clyde side drew with East Fife. The Bride Lovers beat Mighty Elgin City to do one. Trainer went sixth with the win over second place Peter Head, who have went to shit recently, and Bon and Reed Rose drew with Dumbarton. Anyway, better get back to dealing with the crisis in the Gulf. See you on the next one, boys. See you later, Joe. Yeah. There he is. He's getting a wee bit. He's getting a wee bit stumbly. Isn't yeah, he? Uh, Gary Naismith, eleven wins in a row with Stenhouse Muir, which is a club record. Well done, wee man. Congratulations. You deserve all the success. Fourteen points clear at the top. Yeah, they're going to go up. Well done to you, my friend. Yes, they are. So Stenhouse Muir heading for League One. Right, let's have some transfer chat, shall we? Oh. No VAR in the lower league, so VAR WTF is also on its winter break. So let's chat about the transfers. Our very own Jim White, it's Mr. <laughs> Ewan Cameron. Yeah. Uh, you've been fielding calls. Yeah. All, all day. What you got for us? 
Uh, my phone has been red hot, mate. It's been it's, red uh, hot. It's, it's Dave been... Whelan's been phoning. Yeah, uh, I've, I've got the phone here in front of me, so if there's anything breaking during the podcast... Harry Redknapp. Uh, I'm, I'm going to bring it to you first here on the Big Scottish wow. Football Podcast. sensational. Yeah, there's been a bit of business this week. The big wow. one was St Mirren getting... Quan. Just say Quan. Quan from Celtic on loan until the end of the season, subject to clearance, but they should get that clearance. Sensational. Uh, what about Kilmarnock? Gary Mackay Stephen has penned a deal at Rugby Park until the end of the campaign. Wow. Big move. So that has already happened. Uh, Hearts have brought in a Jamaican international nationalist. Wow. Uh, Dector Lambikisa uh, is on loan from Wolves. Good player. He's a fullback, subject to SFA approval. Unbelievable. Uh, what about Dunfermline Stevens? Wow. Wow. Um, to help with their injury crisis and help water the pitch, the pars have signed defender uh, Walcott on loan from Fagan Cardiff Walcott. City. He's yeah. got Champions League experience with Spurs, I'll have you know. He played against RB Leipzig, didn't he? He did, yes. Yeah, so uh, what about Arbroath? I can tell you what's happening with Arbroath. Unbelievable what's happening at Arbroath. Yeah, um, they've uh, completed the loan signing of Ross County midfielder Adam McKinnon until wow. the end of the campaign. Uh, Irish striker Cal Robinson from League of Ireland Premier Robinson, side. Robinson, what a player. Uh, United, they've signed him. Great. Uh, Inverness have confirmed the departures of David Wotherspoon and Killian Sheridan. Big moves. Big moves. David Wotherspoon wow. will join Dundee United. Sensational. Would you, would you take Sheridan at Dunfermline? He's a no, free agent. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Sterling Albion no. have brought in defender Sam Bird following Bird. his departure from Stockport County. He's so those, fly, I bet he's flying now, yeah. Yeah, so um, so those are just some of the deals that have happened in the, in recent days since we last spoke to what you. What about rumour-wise? Well, according to South African media, Rangers have expressed... I've been South Africa. Yes. In the uh, South of Africa, you uh, know. Rangers have expressed interest in uh, Tashrik Matthews. The no attacker way. is also attracting interest from AZ Alkmaar after an impressive season in the Alsavenskan, which That's is a league. That's the Swedish league. It is, yes. So, yeah, so that might be happening. Keep an eye on that one. That's R in Sweden. Yes. Rangers are also pursuing a move to sign 26-year-old FC20 left-back, uh, Gijs Schmal, mm -hmm. uh, whose current contract is due to end this summer. So they're no, looking to maybe get him on a pre-contract agreement. Uh, Boy, he's got a mortgage. <laughs> uh, Joyce Doig, uh, we talked about him last week. He will not be coming to Rangers. Interesting. Um, after missing out on Josh Doig, he could be heading to Marseille. Uh, Celtic expect to announce the signing of Nicholas Kuhn um, after negotiating a 2.8 million fee with Rapid Vienna. A German winger, 24-year-old. Uh, Liverpool goalkeeper Kaiman. What is it? How do you say his first name? Is it Kamen? Cam Kaimon? Kelleher. Good, good keeper. Liverpool's number two. We'll take any name at this stage. Yeah, he could be joining Celtic. Um, we've also got Bromberg striker Matthias Witzgarten and Estoril defender Thiago Arujo um, could also be coming to wow. Celtic. Arujo, is that Arujo? Yeah. yeah. Um, Motherwell close to signing Adam Montgomery on loan after returning to Celtic Monty. on his loan spell. Monte, yeah. Dundee yeah. and Aberdeen have both shown an interest in Greg Stewart. Good player, by the way. I was thinking maybe Hearts might be sniffing around He's him. He's been in India. I did make a phone call to a couple of sources of mine at Tynecastle to see if there is any interest in the Greg lady, Stewart. Yeah. Uh, no, not the tea lady. Um, just a wee bit above the tea lady. But uh, no rumours or chat around Hearts wanting the Greg cake Stewart. lady. Not the cake lady, but Dundee and Aberdeen are apparently interested in Greg Stewart. Would he be a player you'd be interested in at Dunfermline? 
Greg Stewart. Aye. Yes. Yes. But he, uh, he won't be coming to Dunfermline. I'd be very surprised. No, he won't be. Uh, Hibs are favourites to sign Adelaide United striker Musa Touri. Touri? Touri on loan. Uh, from you the Australian a red, sides. A red bus toury of Edinburgh when he comes as well. Unbelievable. Sensational. It's quite good, that. Yeah. Uh, Leeds United defender Chris Moore and Brazilian playmaker Adrian are both on trial with Hibs at the moment. Both have the chance to earn a contract at Easter Road this month, according to head coach Nick Montgomery. Sensational. Yeah, they've got some money there, Hibs, so why not? They've got money. Got money to burn. Yeah, Dundee are now showing an interest in Jack McMillan at Partick Thistle. So he's a good player. I do like Jack McMillan. He'll do well at Dundee if he ends up there, which could see Lee Ashcroft go Lee the Ashcroft. other way. So McMillan to Dundee. Central defender. Yeah, Ashcroft off to Partick Thistle, possibly. Uh, Robert Snodgrass was spotted in Sterling the other day. Maybe he's going to become a Bino. Quite possibly. Or he might just have been looking at the castle or something. Because it's quite a big castle there. Unbelievable. Now, stuff. if you hear of any juicy gossip, get into us. No, not get into us. Don't uh, get into us. No, that'd no, be really no. weird. Actually. Get us on our socials. Go to at Big Football Scott. Get into us. Yeah, Big Football us. Scott on Twitter Big Football Scott and if there's any breaking news between now and the end of the podcast I'll let you know first Okay, lovely stuff from Ewan Cameron and Jim White for joining us there and it's time for Start Sub Sell The Big Scottish Football Podcast <laughs> with Stephen Mill and Ewan Cameron It's a good, it's a good one So Start Sub Sell it was a sort of horror theme because uh, it's not Halloween and Ewan was uh, watching horror films so the contenders were basically horror villains correct so Jigsaw from Saw yeah Freddy Krueger yeah from Nightmare on Elm Street and Michael Myers from Halloween Gannett says start Jigsaw as he always wins and always scores even when he dies he wins <laughs> uh, sub Freddy Krueger as he's good at mind games, he's always in your dreams, nightmares, and sell Michael Myers as he still can't perform in big games and he still can't score with Jamie Lee Curtis, <laughs> which is a good point. Uh, Graham says, uh, start Michael Myers, subject saw, uh, change your tactics, and sell Freddy as he doesn't help the night before games. And uh, he has to use too much uh, tape wrapping up his fingers, obviously, as well, in case he catches someone. Uh, to Ross as well, start Jigsaw to pick off the weak and feeble and keep the intelligent ones busy. Sub on Myers and sell Kruger. Uh, no one needs to be looking at a pus like that. <laughs> uh, Sean says... Start Michael. He'll kill anything just for being in his way. Sub Freddy. Solid conception and execution. And sell Jigsaw. He just he just wants people to appreciate life. Well, which is a good point because that's the whole point in those films. Because he takes people who have done wrong. In and their here's life. your chance. Here's your chance, but you need to do something bad to get another chance. Yes. Something. Uh, Damien says start Jigsaw. Even after he dies, his game still went on. Sub Michael Myers is the stamina for when everyone is tired late on. And sell Freddy Krueger as he only shows up when the game is done and everyone's asleep, <laughs> which is a great point. He uh, only comes in at night when they're sleeping. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, John says, sub Michael Myers, there's a Lammers in there. Transfer <laughs> Jigsaw. Uh, if we don't get a corner, he'll fall to pieces. And start Freddy Krueger. He would pick them apart with those wee fingers. Dave says, sell Michael Myers. Interesting. Prolific, but only available one day a year. 
<laughs> which is another good point. A uh, sub jigsaw for some late twists and uh, start Freddy as it'll make your dreams come true. Uh, Mick says uh, start jigsaw maniacal behaviour with a special talent for punishing people based on their behaviours. Sub Freddy he's only good for coming off the bench and late kickoffs when others are tired. Sell Michael Myers because it's the movies are pish. What Halloween? Jason says, start Michael, he always achieves his targets. Sub Freddy, good to come on and slash that margin if behind and sell Jigsaw to hearts. He looks a bit like the Mitchell brothers. I don't think he does, does he? No. So based on your votes, we are starting Michael, we are subbing Freddy, and we're binning Jigsaw. So, this week's contenders, Soap Baddies. Yeah, because last week we were talking about possibly... Uh, Richard Hillman. Richard Hillman from Corrie is being one of the, the baddies for Start Sub Cell. We thought, no, let's not do that. Let's do a uh, soap TV baddies. Yeah. Right, so... Um, Richard Hillman's in there. One of my pals, Owen, uh-huh. uh, who listens to the podcast, got in touch. He gets in touch most weeks about the podcast. He's a Hearts fan as well. Good lad. thinks you're a fud. Yeah. Um, so... He has actually given me a list of soap villains. Oh, so brilliant. I'm happy to use his. If Producer John, you can jump in as well. Go on. Uh, Richard Hillman, obviously, 100%. as we mentioned. Um, Dirty Den. Yeah. Uh, Nick Cotton Ooh. as well. Nick Cotton's a good Nick one. Nick Cotton's a good one. Uh, I don't know who that one is. Uh, Charlie Stubbs. Who? Don't know. Do we know Charlie Stubbs? Emma Is it Emma I don't know. Uh, Barry Grant. Who? Barry Grant. Nah. But he must be one of the... Uh, Janine Butcher. Oh, Janine yeah. Butcher has to be on the list. Chucked Barry off the cliff. Chucked Barry um, off the cliff. Showed G- no remorse whatsoever. One for the oldies, Ewan. J.R. Ewing. Well, J.R. Ewing was a baddie, but you want the person who shot him in 1981. Was it No Sunday Rubbish who it shot was, him? It was, it, was, it was Fallon. Was it not Fallon that shot him? Uh, Archie Mitchell as well. He was quite bad. Married to Peggy. Well, did, Ar- did Archie not kill somebody? Yeah. Aye. I think he killed a few folk. Yeah. Um, Johnny Allen. I don't know who that is. No. Johnny no. Allen. No. Right. So what, what about River City? We're, we're, we're missing the Scottish soap here. What about your man in River City, Lenny? Lenny's a good Lenny shout. Lenny Murdoch. Lenny's a good shout. Um, man, my, my, I, I've not seen River City since my granddad. Right. Okay. Lenny Murdoch's a great shout. Still going and still terrorising the, hab- the the inhabitants of River City. Can I also add another Scottish name into the frame here? Trevor from EastEnders. Oh, Trevor. Oh, I'm going to get you, Mo. Trevor then, from EastEnders. Then Mo got Trevor on iron. That's who, so is, who is the old wifey that was in um, Take the High Road? Mrs. Know? Mack. Mrs. Mack. She wasn't well, a kid. Oh, we could do all Scottish then. We could do Trevor, Mrs. Mack and uh, Lenny Murdoch. Mrs. Mack was just a busybody that knew everything that was I going wish on. I she was a bad, she was a bad sort. Again, like, Take the high road, I just associate with my gran having a tea towel. <laughs> like, that's the only thing I associate with Take the high right. road. Right, I like... I, 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 I like... I, do, I like Trevor from EastEnders because he was a badass. Right, are we, are we going... We're putting Trevor in. I think we've put Trevor, Trevor. in because that covers off the Scottish angle. Right. Um... I think I think Richard Hillman has to be Richard's in there. 100%. So it's the third one we need to find. Janine... Janine is Janine a bigger baddie than Nick Cotton or Dirty Den I think Janine's brilliant because she's so cold hearted I mean she she didn't give a shit but Dirty Den like he was a bad in in real life as well remember that picture with his finger in his mouth yeah I think there were were a few things with Dirty Den Um, but he's dead now so we can say that Um, so in real life I'm going to say Janine see I I like Janine because even now she's back in the show she's a badass she's always been a badass 
think, think Trevor, Richard, and Janine. Right. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm happy to go with that if that's what you want. Yeah. Trevor, uh, Richard, and Janine. Let... The two biggest soaps in the world. Going with that. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Right. Okay. So what? What are you going on? Start sub sell. Trevor, Richard, and Janine. I'm starting Trevor. Right. Okay. I'm subbing Janine. I mean, even Phil Mitchell. You could you can argue like Phil Mitchell's killed a number of people across the yeah years. you're but right he's, it's generally for a good reason though isn't it he's a, he's a good baddie he's a good but yeah he's like Robin Hood <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone has ever described Phil Mitchell as Robin, Robin Hood. Hood I remember Steve McFadden who plays him did a uh, meet and greet at Lorenzo's in Dunfermline amazing Does oh, he Phil not, Mitchell yeah. I, I believe he's popular in the camper van community as well Steve yes <laughs> he, he does he does panto. I believe as well. So I actually saw a video of him dancing at a panto. And I think I'm right in saying Phil Mitchell, for many, many years, or Steve McFadden, was the only cast member of EastEnders who was allowed to do panto for years because their contracts were so tight. Um, but he got out of it. But he was basically like, well, I'll just leave them. And the EastEnders were like, no, you can't leave because you're Phil Mitchell. So he was like, well, let me do the pantos then. So the, it came out this big standoff because obviously all the people for Corey and that do pantos all the they time. Do. I think yeah. they're a wee bit looser, but the BBC were always funny about it. Whereas Phil, because like, I don't know if people realise there's so much money in pantos. Oh, I yes. And like, if you're, if you're Phil Mitchell, you are coining it in. Correct. You're talking hundreds of thousands of pounds. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a, there's a deal in Scotland... Uh, River City. Oh, they only film for six months a year, is because it? Because most of the cast are in Panto. Right, okay. So they stop in... November. Sept- November. Or, or, or September. Yeah. I think it's before that, because they go no, to rehearsals no, in November. Sure. Yeah, maybe it is, yeah. So, um, yeah, so your, your Scottish programmes as well, they right. all stop to give the cast a chance to go and do Panto. Okay. And then they're back in February to film... See, that's that's TV clever, shows. though. Yeah, that's clever, clever, yes. That's, that's the best for everyone. Yeah. So... I do like Phil, but I think, as, as John has alluded to, he's like the Terminator. He's not a bad baddie. He's a good baddie, so he can go on the list. Whereas Terminator's Tre- a better comparison than Robin Hood. Yeah. yeah. Trevor is, was just horrible. Janine was just cold-hearted, didn't... And I liked Barry. I mean, I was I was, I was was gutted when he got pushed off that He's coming to Glasgow soon to do his Barry-Oke show. Aye, he's doing I'm a Barry-Oke sure show. Is, yeah. I, um, I interviewed him twice. Lovely, lovely guy. Lovely guy. Uh, Richard Hillman, I think, yes, 100%. Richard, Richard Hillman killed three people. Yeah. And, you know, he killed Maxine. He killed his ex-wife, Patricia. I mean, is there really... Is there a baddie in Neighbours? Paul Robinson? Paul Robinson. He's not a baddie, though, is he? Well, he burned down lots of us, so... <laughs> nah, but there's nobody in it. There must be a there must have been a, a murder in neighbours. It's a not murder. a murdery show, neighbours nah, though. True. No. Like it's more a sort of happy what show. What about Brookside, that guy that uh, they buried under the patio? Oh yeah. Again, if you can't, can't remember it, it yeah, then there's no point. Exactly. Right, right so right, okay, sorry, I interrupted you. So you're starting Trevor, because he was horrible. I'm subbing Janine. Right. Just cold hearted and a winner. Clinical. Clinical. And I'm actually um selling Richard Hillman. Right, okay. Don't think he's got the stamina. Right, well, I mean, he he drove everyone into the canal. I love you! And all that stuff. Who he was, was a, off his rocker. Wait, wait, Richard Hillman was Did mental. Richard Hillman get killed by a, a tram? No. No. He, he drowned. No. Did he, you know who got killed by the Richard tram? Richard Kilman. Richard Kilman? Norris, did it, was it Norris that got run over by the tram? No, or it was Al. Remember, remember they were in Blackpool. Aye. Was it Vera? Was it Vera? 
Uh, and they were and they were running across, and he was trying to kill her, and he got knocked over by the tram. I thought that was Richard Hillman. Richard oh. had managed to escape from the car, but drowned. Yeah. Oh, okay. So a body was later identified by Gail and Audrey, and he was cremated. Nice. So he's, he's not coming back. So he never he did get killed by the tram. Anyway, that's my three. What are you doing for the three? I'm going to. This is difficult. This is really difficult because it was me who brought up Richard Hillman, and he had like out of the kill list. He's killed three. Janine, to my knowledge, has only killed one person. I don't know. Could you She's been it? involved in a lot of dodgy things and just just cold. Yeah. Hearted. I mean, I, I I think Janine has only killed Barry. I went. I, I had a night out with Janine. Oh no. Mm. Oh no. That's in Glasgow. Listen to this. So Janine has killed three people. Oh wow. Um, but he's still behind Johnny Allen, who was in EastEnders apparently. Right. Okay. Janine's killed three. Johnny Allen killed seven. Phil's killed five people. Phil! Phil's <laughs> killed We're five people. Phil and our, our Robin Hood. <laughs> Nick Cotton has killed four people. And Janine has killed three, three people. What three did she kill? I thought she killed Barry's the most famous one. But yeah, so I'm, but I'm so happy the three that we've got. Yeah. I don't know. Five people's quite a lot of people to kill. <laughs> Phil Mitchell's killed yeah, five but the people. people that he's not killed, you, you probably supported them when Stay he killed them. Go check Lenny Murdoch out of interest because I think he's done a few people in all. Like. Oh, okay. he's, well, I mean, he's been there from day dot, isn't he, way River City? Aye. Did Stephen Purden's character ever kill anybody? Nah. Nah. He ended up just about dying. Him. He's ended up dying a couple of times in River City, hasn't he? <laughs> I've seen his acting, mate. <laughs> Hi, Stephen, if you're listening. <laughs> he, does, um, he does as well. I don't know. <laughs> a great theme tune, I must say, for River City. Aye, love it. I don't know, I, I can't have a... There's not a kill list for, for Lenny Murdoch. No. I can't find it. I mean, there's, there's lo- I can't be asked. So Janine's a good shout with three. Yeah. See, I think... Should we sub in Phil for Janine? No, I'm keeping Janine. Right, OK. Well, in that case... That's my choice, Janine. I'm right. starting... I'm starting Richard... By the way, can I just say, and I hate name dropping here, but when I went out with her in Glasgow a few years ago, she is a, an absolute joy of a person. Love Dirty Bats. Janine. Absolutely right. lovely, lovely lass. So I'm starting Richard, subbing Janine, um, and selling Trevor, because I, I just think Trevor's a bad apple. He'd be bad for the dressing room. <laughs> yes. Um, so, his attitude, bad attitude. Really bad attitude. <laughs> he's, 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 a, he's a horrible man. And I think he's... he's, he's you can't have that in the dressing room. He's a rotten apple. Yeah. Uh, so I'm afraid Trevor's on his way. Let us know your thoughts on our social media channels as well. At Big Football Scott. Uh, that is how you tweet us. You can also get us on YouTube as well. Uh, make sure you just search for Clive One Super Scoreboard and then you'll see us as well. We've got our own wee video playlist as well. If you, you want to subscribe to that. Remember, subscribe to the Clive One Super Scoreboard. You'll see all the videos dropping. The guys are back, obviously, Monday, Friday and on Saturdays, um, giving you all... The chat from Gordon Duncan and the rest of the team. Your chance to have your say as well on 01419511025. And uh, we are back this coming Saturday with our Scottish Cup special on the Big Saturday Football Show. Myself and Ewan Cameron broadcasting on 4th One, West FM, TFM, MFR on North Sound 1. We're going to be joined by someone from Bucky Thistle on Saturday. Yes, we are. from Bucky Thistle on Saturday. And of course, we'll be keeping up to date with everything that's happening in the Cup alongside former Hibs and Aberdeen striker Steve Cowan. So that's this week's start sub sell. Can I already nominate something for next week? Yeah. 
classic cartoon characters. Classic cartoon characters, yeah. We're, we're talking to... classic cartoon characters before the year 2000. Right, that's fine, but save it for next okay. week. Okay. Save it for next week, because we've got a very, very important phone call to make, producer John. And we'll find out whether he picks up next. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see. Okay, former Hearts Hamilton cult hero, many other teams as well. Loved him. It's Jose Coltongo. He didn't pick up last week. We hope he's okay. He played for my team in a charity match a few years ago. I hope he picks up. We didn't speak to him last week. I wear my Hearts hat for him every week. He's only picking up. He's Hello. Jose Katongo! Happy New Year, my friend! How you doing, man? Not bad, man. How are you? Very well, thank you. Very good. Where were you last week? Oh, last week, when you spawned, I was, I was running because I left my phone in the car. I was trying do my exercise. Right, okay. Where, where are you, Jose? You sound like you're in the bathroom. Have we caught you in the toilet? Oh, no, 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 I'm in the house. I'm in the house. Right. Yeah, in the flat. You're okay. in the flat. The game. Yeah, make okay. my breakfast. So I know, I know we're way past it now, but I take everything. A good Christmas, New Year, all good, all happy? Everything's cool. Everything's perfect. Can't complain. And you, you went to Aberdeen over the Christmas, New Year period. You have a nice time in Aberdeen. Everything okay? Yeah. School and my kids, my yeah, my daughter, good, everybody, good, fantastic, excellent. So, what are the plans for 2024, Jose? Well, the plan for 2024 the same last year, you know what I mean? Just take a you know what I mean? You never know. Sometimes I will say to my pal, sometimes when you leave your house, always expect to come back home, but sometimes you. Maybe never come back home. You know what I mean? I just take each day, day the same. I just take each day coming. It's today, tomorrow, tomorrow. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, I mean, you're right in what you're saying. You leave your home. You do expect to come back home, but, but you're thinking you might not. That's the way that you're exactly. looking at life. So just enjoy life. Mm-hmm. While it's here, and before the Christmas break, we were planning to get you into the studio because you were looking to find a girlfriend, and we were going to help you do that. Do, <laughs> do you have a girlfriend? Do you have a girlfriend? Have you managed to pick up a girlfriend recently? I got three girlfriends now. Three! three! Oh, excellent. You must be a busy man. I'm the man now this year. <laughs> You're the man. Do you, do you use the blue pill? No, I, I tell you boys, I don't need it. I just the way the things I eat give me energy. Right. And what do you eat to give you energy? No, see when I was see, see, for the next time I go to the studio, I'm gonna tell you the things I go all my routine. Okay, you, know you do it. When you come to the studio, you yeah. tell us your secrets. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you boys, I swear to God, see, you try my secret, you go home. You the mate's gonna say, What the hell? What's the matter? Gonna say to his father, what's the matter, my man? <laughs> okay, okay. Right, we'll get you in, my friend. Can't wait for that. Right. Yes. Okay, Jose, enjoy the rest of your day. We'll speak to you next week, okay? Thank you, boys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Cheers, mate. See you. Bye. Bye. Jose, 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 Jose. Oh, Has he not got great. a boy that plays football in Scotland? Yeah, he's got two, is he not? Rico and Jai, I think. Are, I they, not, they... are they not playing this weekend in the Scottish Cup? I think. I, th- I think uh, Rico's at 
Annan, I think now. I'm not too sure where Jai is, but I think Rico's at Annan. Rico is at Annan. Yeah. And Jai, uh, was he not at Morton? Aye, he was at Morton. Yeah, he's at Morton. Mort- is he still at Morton? Is yeah, he not I injured so. though? I think he's had quite a few bad injuries. Yeah, he? Was, he was, I remember when he was first coming through, and he looked tremendous. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was apparently having a really good season at Morton, but yeah. I think he might have picked up an injury. Yeah. Do you know what? Because it's Scottish Cup weekend this weekend, should we maybe get um, Jose in next week, next Monday? Aye, we could do. We could do. You're, des- you're desperate to get Jose in. You just want to know his tips. I put, right, I want his tips on I, how I'm, to keep energy up. I'm off in a couple of weeks' time. Why don't you get Jose in as your co-host? <laughs> that would be amazing. <sighs> Co-hosting. <laughs> Just <laughs> <laughs> try to make that work in my head there. Yeah, yeah. You when can, are you off? Two weeks today, so next week, and then I'm off for a week. All right, John, we'll get him in right, there. I meant to ask Cozy as well. There's a guy for QPR who's a player called Quitongo. Now, I'm wanted to ask Cozy, has he ventured down south at some point <laughs> to spread the love? I think <laughs> because I, I, there is a I, boy for uh, QPR called Quitongo. I think that Jose ventures down south quite a lot. I mean, just, <laughs> just by speaking to him. Uh, right, let's move on to Scottish football's even harder, hardest question. The answer is in this envelope. I have signed and dated it. It is sealed. Nobody is getting in it. And the question is, what is the connection between Scottish football's most expensive player and Dexy's Midnight Runners. So, you and you've had a week to think about this. I'm going to go through some of the suggestions that have come in. I mean, I don't even know where to begin with this. So, Darren says, the Clash manager, Bernard Rhodes, signed Dexy's Midnight Runners and sent them to record Burn It Down, which Rhodes renamed Dance Stance. Bernard Rhodes shares a surname with Jordan Rhodes, who is Scotland's most expensive footballer if you accumulate all his combined transfer fees. Jordan Rose has went for a, quite a bit of money over the years. I don't think he's the most expensive combined. Lewis says Dexy's Midnight Runners released a song called Keep It, Part 2, which failed and resulted in five of the members leaving, so it was only Roland and Patterson left, who, ref- who were referred to as the Celtic Soul Brothers, or the Celtic Soul Brothers. Kieran Tierney played for Celtic before leaving for a record fee. Right. Henry says, the hardest question, if Tierney is involved, surely it has to be Subway in Helensborough. It would tie in with Jambo's own Subway experience. Um, Sean says, depends if it's single transfer fee or cumulative. Cumulatively, I'm sure it's Ollie Burke at 28 million. Currently playing with Birmingham and Dexys were from Birmingham. Is the, oh. is the answer simple? Is it oh, just Birmingham? That's good. Oh, that's good. Ollie Burke's a great shout. Mark says, in reply to Scotland, and uh, Scotland's even harder football question, ex-Celtic player Kieran Tierney is Scotland's most expensive player at 25 million, and Dex's Midnight Runner sang about uh, the Celtic Soul Brothers in 1982. P.S. Ewan's Happy Dance makes me sad. Uh, Ollie Burke is the most expensive Scottish player if adding up all transfers, but Tierney is the most expensive transfer. Had to Google, but then realised I couldn't be asked anymore, so good luck to everyone. <laughs> um, so I can tell you, out of all those answers, nobody has it right. All incorrect answers. So Can I ask a question? Yep. Is it an accumulation of transfer fees, or is it Kieran Tierney? You need to work that out. I'm not going to reveal that information just now. So I would presume then it's an accumulation of transfer fees if you not want if to answer you, if, that. If you want to presume that, then you can presume Cause that. Because see, when we talked about Kieran Tierney last week, you didn't say I was right or wrong. And I'm not saying whether you're right or wrong just now. I think Ollie Burke's a great shout, whoever that was. There was a couple, weren't there? Yeah, that's a great shout. So keep your answers coming in. At Big Football Scott, it's Scottish football's even harder, hardest question. Is Ollie Burke's mum called Eileen? 
<laughs> I've, I've got no idea. I've got no idea. Um, so nobody has it yet. At Big Football Scott, you can leave your answers on YouTube as well. Always leave your comments there. It's we'll Ollie Burke's dad, Dexy. Um, I don't know. I don't know. That's not the answer then. Dexy Burke. Dexy Burke. Um, I'm not going to give you any clues at this stage. I don't think you need clues. I think you can get it without them. Is there anyone close from what you've just read out? No. Is there anyone on the right lines? Mm. Mm, that means mm. possibly. They're kind of there, but no there. I mean, I would be, I would be being generous if I said people were on the okay. right lines. Um, I think Ollie Burke is key. Right. That's what I would well, say. Well, you can choose to listen to you and Cameron, or you can choose to go another route. It's up to you. Well, it's, between, it's, it's, it's between Ollie Burke and Kieran Tierney. At Big Football Scott, get your answers in there for Scottish football's even harder, hardest question. And now on to everyone's favourite bit of the week. It's time for the penalty shootout quiz. And as ever, for the quiz, we need a quiz master. Come down, producer John. Hello. Hello. How are right. you feeling, Ewan? I just got on with it. Oh, for goodness. Are you spinning the dummy already? No, no, I'm just concentrating. You, you, are, you, are, you are very... You're I'm very, very tetchy. It's it's amazing just how many punters think that I get screwed over week in and week out. So it's not just me saying it mm. and believing it. Well, somebody, are... somebody suggested a solution and you were like, oh, I kind of bothered Anyway, with just flick the coin. 15-5 right. to Steven. It's you to call it this week, so on you go. Tails. 15-5. Tails never fails. On right, you. I'm going first. Go first today, you. Let's get on with it, come on. All right, just want to rush it along. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, build I'm, up. I'm focused, right, I don't need okay. any of And can, before you ask the first question... See, when I'm thinking about my answer, can you two not have a conversation about something that's irrelevant because it does my head in? Right, we Just, won't do that. Well, sure. you, don't, you don't have um, mm -hmm. Michael McIntyre chatting away with the guests as somebody's trying to think of an answer. Right, right. On the wheel. Right, it doesn't happen. When you've got University Challenge, you don't have Jeremy Paxman sat there speaking to the cameraman while they're trying to think of an answer. <laughs> Cameron, right. FUD. Move it, move it, move it, move it. Let's do it. Do you want to explain the rules and how it works, Stephen? Yes. So it is five questions. If we even get that stage, because sometimes Ewan doesn't get them, so I win before then. But in theory, it's five questions each, alternate shots, like a penalty shootout. You can get a top bin question at any point at our discretion that is worth two points. And if it's tied at the end of the five, we go to a tie break. Okay. Here we go. Let's go then, Ewan. You're up first. Thank you. Right, nice easy one to start. Who grabbed the brace for Falkirk at the weekend? Which player got two goals for Falkirk at the weekend? Obviously, a penalty being one of them. Uh, we spoke about it earlier on. Mm -hmm. And um, we talked about it on Saturday. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, come on, Ewan. Come on. We need an answer. You're the one who's wanting to rush it here, so... Come on. Come on. Come on, Ewan. Come on. Give me an answer. Come on, Ewan. You were the one who was what I got on with. Time for the quiz. Come on, Ewan. Just need a wee answer for you. Callum something. <laughs> Callum something. I'm going to go with Callum. Just Callum. That's Just a, that's Callum. Like what? Like Prince? <laughs> no, Madonna. I'm... Well, that's his name. Right, if somebody said, what's the name of the guy that co-hosts the podcast with Stephen Milne? He just said, Ewan, I would accept that. No, you can't accept that. Right, I'm going with Callum. You Callum can't. Morrison. Callum Morrison. Yeah. Callum Morrison, final answer. Final answer. And Marshall has saved. Yes. 
It was a 50-50 ball probably there for you. It was Calvin Miller. Calvin Miller. Who uh, but Callum Morrison plays with you. Yes, he does. He didn't come yeah, off the bench. Yeah, but that wasn't who plays with Falkirk. <laughs> that, was that wasn't a question. Right. Stephen, yeah. one for you now. Which one of Hamilton's new signing was sent off on his debut at the weekend? Oh, oh I don't know this. Yeah, do you know this? I don't. don't know this. Is it Jackson or not? <laughs> Get up, yeah. I, I, I genuinely don't know. Um, Pick I, don't, a name. I, I don't even know who they've signed. So I, or somebody who's meant to keep his you eye on all right you, across Scottish football. You guys were doing the big Saturday football show, and you would have seen all these coming in the video yeah. printer and talked about it on the air. video printer. It's not 1973, <laughs> John. Um, I, I can't remember, so I'll say uh, Callum. <laughs> <laughs> Callum, final answer. <laughs> Callum be yeah. your final answer. Yeah. What a surprise. Get in. Damn it. Uh, it's ben Williamson, who they got from Rangers. Oh, I did see that he signed with them, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah now that you yeah, mentioned yeah. that. Right, come on. Because that was the right. tweet for Rangers. The, Shut up. The Rangers tweet. Yes, it Go was. On. Right. Okay, Ewan, who yeah. won last year's FA Cup? The English FA Cup. Oh, you are kidding me on. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Shut up, John. The man who's in. I want more questions about other me, countries. Me, on. Me, 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 there's a bigger was world that, than more football, a mate. More, more me. than Scottish football, mate. I want... <laughs> I was at Hamden last year for the cup final. Who was that again? <laughs> that doesn't help No, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. I was at Grado's wedding last year. Oh, I'm, I'm just trying to remember where I was. The cup fight... Was it Grado's? Yeah. Oh. Oh, was it Inverness Celtic in the final? Where was... Do you want to hear the question again, Ewan? I know it's English Chevy Cup. I'm just trying to remember. Right. Oh, oh uh, was it Man City beat Man United? Was it, you know, was it Man City beat Man United? 2-1. Man, Man City final answer. Man City... Final answer. Yeah. Get in! They won the treble. Right, okay. I, I just had to just fa- they, they, they famously won I the treble to, last I just, season. I just had to so I wasn't getting mixed up with something else or another year just to make sure Moan Head, right? Shut Was it Inverness Celtic last year? Yeah. Right, and one up. Well you kind of given away the answer to the next question I've got written down here there to you in. If it's a Scottish Cup question, I'm not going to be happy. I'm going to have to change it. I don't feel it's fair what to write mean? down. No, no, no. No, no, no. Answer the... Give me the question that you've got written down. No, we're not changing fucking questions halfway through the quiz. Which team did they beat in the final? Man City. I'll go for Manchester United. <laughs> That was Ewan's fault. That Ewan, was Ewan's Ewan fault. Ewan didn't need to give, give up that information. That was your fault, Ewan. Right, okay, question three, go on. Right, okay, before we go on to... We're, we're happy with that situation that's just happened, yeah? Yes, yeah. Ewan. Okay. Ewan, yeah, say yes. Just move on. Are you right. saying you're happy with the situation? I'll let the punters decide. No, no <laughs> that's not how it works. You gave me the answer. What a stupid question, because clearly I was going to talk about... No, you didn't need to. Why? Because the question wasn't who who finished runner-up in the FA Cup last season. Right, okay, right, I'm happy, move on. Okay, Right, Ewan, which player is Celtic's record signing? Which player is Celtic's record signing? (sighs) Is it Dembele? I think it's Callum. (laughs) 
Is it Tim Bailey from Leon? Let me just think over the years, Janino, he was free. Well, it wouldn't be him then. No, 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 I'm just thinking of big name players, players that came. Keane, no, he was alone. Dembele. Did they, did, they, did they get him for a free or did they spy him? Oh, God. Oh, Ndombele. Ndombele? Ndombele, that plays with Spurs. No, not Ndombele. He was the boy that, and he went to... <laughs> not Ndombele, what was his name again? In the midfielder. I liked him when he first came to Celtic. Malumbu? No. That they he signed on a free No. Who was the boy that they had in midfield? You and and he is, went to Italy. This is painful. <sighs> Can you just give us an answer Dembele. that isn't Callum? Because I don't think Callum's right. I'm going to give you that. If it's any Oh! Edward! Edward! It's PSG! Edward, final answer! Edward, final answer! Get in! Get in! Get in! I'm gonna raise a challenge here. No, don't, because that's John. the answer. Don't be raising any challenge because What's it's not challenge, a damn challenger. My challenge is how much did Celtic sign Jota for? Uh, uh, by the way, I think you're on the same website as I'm. Ed Odson, I'm sorry. Uh, then Odson Edward was 9.5 million. Right. And, and how much Jota was 6.5, is the information that I have. I'm going to question. Yeah, you're, you're Googled, you've Googled that and you're on transfer market, is that correct? No. Right, it doesn't matter. Googled, no, no, the I'm, answer no. is Edward. You can challenge all you like and you. 9.5 million. Can I also. By the way, can I. It doesn't matter. The answer is Edward, right? I'm 2 1 up, right? But can I also, right, say something here? He should not be on Google questioning your authority. Mm. He's questioning your authority by Googling your questions. That can't be allowed. One one website I did uh, when I Googled uh, it. It's it a came up, it came up no, 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 Jota. No, let, let John speak. Uh, the, one website, the one website I did come up as Jota, and then I went further deep diving into it because I was pretty sure it was Edward, and it was Edward. Right, oh. it's Edward. That's it. I'm 2-1 up. John, mm. your question. Uh, sorry, Stephen, your question. Right, Stephen, here we go. Thomas Stickroth is the record signing of which SPFL Premiership club? It's Thomas Stickroth. Who is that record signing for? I hadn't even heard of him. <laughs> he signed for a Premiership club in Scotland? Yep. Stickroth? When? Just recent. I'm not, I'm not telling you. You, imagine if, I'd, yeah, if it was you in asking that and I'd no. be like, No, John, shut up! I genuinely haven't heard of him. Stickroth. I see where you've got Jota from. It's irrelevant, right? Right. I'm two I, and up. I don't think it's Celtic or Rangers. No, it's not them. It's no Hearts. I don't think it's Hearts. I don't think it's Aberdeen. I don't think it's Hibs. No. I mean, it could be like... I don't think it's Dundee. I don't think it's Kilmarnock. Could be Livingston. Could be Ross County. Could be St. Johnson. Don't think it's St. Johnson. It'll be one. It'll be Livingston or Ross County, and I'll go for Ross County. Oh God! And Marshall has saved. Ten. Yes. St. Mirren. 
That's ludicrous. There you go. £600,000, by the way. According to my facts and figures. Question four. I'm 2-1 up. Move on. Right, this is a bit different. So, on Super Scoreboard, you'll be able to see it on the YouTube channel. We did our big winter break quiz this week. And we did a round called Who Am AI? Where we got an AI voice to do a, a famous quote from Scottish football. All you've got to do is tell me who the quote was from. Okay, okay, go on. Nice and easy, right? Okay, so first one up is Simon Cowell. Here we go. This one's for you, Ewan. I do think there were one or two referees who had a personal thing against me. It wasn't them versus Celtic. It was them against me. I just think they wanted to take me on. Do you want to hear that again? Yeah, go on. I do think there were one or two referees who had a personal thing against me. It wasn't them versus Celtic. It was them against me. I just think they wanted to take me on. Who am AI? Do you know who that is? Simon Cowell. Yeah, but who is he quoting? Who is he quoting? Who is he quoting? I think if I was the hands of the guess, I would go for Callum. <laughs> I am going to go for. I'm going to go for Gaza. Gaza. Yeah. Final answer. Final answer. And Marshall has saved! You yes. mentioned Celtic. It wasn't them versus Celtic, it was them against me. It was Gordon Strachan was the answer for that one. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, Stephen, God. now you've got your Who Am AI. Here we go. And it is the voice of Darth Vader, James L. Jones, everyone. We're slightly different characters. Sorry, oh, there we go. We're slightly different characters. He reads and I can now. We're slightly different characters. He reads and I can now. It's actually, I'm saying I canny, but James L. Jones <laughs> doesn't do it. I can. We're slightly different characters. He reads and I canny. Yeah. I mean, I've got no idea. It's a famous quote from somebody in Scottish football. Yep. Is it Gaza? Final answer, Gaza. Final answer. I wish, it, I wish it was a goal. That would have been beautiful, but it's not. It was actually Scott Brown talking about Stuart Armstrong. Oh, so it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, so it is. God, right. yes. Okay. Another one left over from the old Super Scoreboard Winter Break quiz was the blanket blank round, okay? I'm going to give you a list. There's a blank on that list. You've just got to fill in the blank. Okay, Understand? well, I'm 2-1 two, I'm two up. Yeah. Going into the fifth question. So I'm happy to go with just the normal question. Okay. Right, you and your blanket blank round is SW. It's SFWA Football of the Year, so that's the Scottish Football Writers Association Football of the Year. Okay. And the list is as follows. Odson Edward, Stephen Davis, Blank, Kyogo. Odson Edward, Stephen Davis, Blank, Kyogo. Callum. <laughs> <laughs> McGregor, final answer. Callum McGregor, final, final answer. answer. And Marshall has no! Saved! Yes! No! That's what I would have said as well. I would have said McGregor. You'll be kicking yourself, Ewan. Craig Gordon. Oh, so it is. 
So it is. Stephen! I would never have said that. There you go. <sighs> Your blankety blank is Scottish Championship winners. If you get this wrong, I'll win the quiz. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Ross County, mm-hmm. blank, Hearts, Kilmarnock. Ross County, blank, Hearts, Kilmarnock. I remember the year that Ross County won it. Because um, I remember they battered them firmly about the third game of the season. And I was like, County are going to win the league. And they won it at a canter. I don't know this, actually. So that must have been 2018, I'm presuming. Because Hearts got cheated out of it. Because Hearts got relegated in the COVID year. So that had been 20. So, oh no, that must have been 2018 19. So I'm looking for the. The year before COVID. The year before COVID. So, yeah, was it not? They did it on like a points because they they relegated Hearts. Mm-hmm. Was it, Who came up? Who came up? Dundee were involved, but surely it wasn't they done. Dundee were in the Premier League at that point. They were in the Premiership because their vote went into the, the email. The uh, they went into the, the email folder. Or whatever it was, yeah. yeah. So who came up? Do you know what you did? Yeah. Yeah, no, because no, I was pissed off at that time. Please get this wrong, because I don't want a tie break. So it's not party. So who else has been in the Premiership? <laughs> I'm getting ready to celebrate. Get my happy music ready, mate. Because <laughs> I'm doing a happy dance. If you do win, you enjoy the Champions League or Hearts, Hearts, Glorious Hearts. Oh, no, I win the Champions League right, music. Okay. Just to check. Yeah. Just get me ready for the Champions League music, mate. I'm pulling my chair back right now so I can jump up and do my happy dance. Get the cameras ready on wide shot because he ain't getting this. I'm winning the quiz. This is this. This is a new beginning. This is me coming back for 2024. I'll go for Dundee United. Final answer? Yeah. Dundee United? Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> Come on! Yes! Get in there! <laughs> it was Dundee United. Well done, Stephen. Last minute equaliser. Right, we've got an option here. I've got two top bin questions, so I could give you one top bin question each. Oh, we can just go straight to the tie break. Let's go straight to the tie break. Okay, then. Right. Here's your tie-break question. Okay, get your pens and papers at the ready to write down your answers. How many players have had over 70 caps for Scotland? How many players have had over 70 caps for Scotland men's team? 70 plus? Yep. How many players in total for Scotland? Scotland men's team, yep. I've got an answer written down already. You haven't, have you? Yeah. From 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 the very first international. Yes. Come on, you and write down your answer. There's not that. See, they didn't play that many international games. They've played a lot recently, or have done in the last twenty plus years. But in the early days, there were very few international matches. Even qualifiers, you only played like three or four games. So it would take a lot for them to get to seventy, and that's there's not many that have done that. 
You think of the record appearance? No, there's not that many. <laughs> Write down an answer! Write Jesus shut Christ. up! Have you written down an answer? Yeah. I, 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 seriously? Yeah. You're good on tie breaks, remember, you, and there's no pressure because right, you always I've got my number. Right, okay, he's ready to unveil your numbers. Stephen, what have you got? Eight. 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 You and Cameron, what have you got? I went 20. One of you is one out. Is it Stephen Mill? Is it you and Cameron? Oh, God. The winner of today's shootout quiz on the Big Scottish Football Podcast is... Stephen Mill. It was seven, the answer. Seven. Tom Boyd, Craig Gordon, Paul McStay, Alex McLeish, Darren Fletcher, Jim Layton, and Kenny oh. Dalgleish. Oh, amazing. Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. Everyone's having a great time. And Ewan's putting his jacket on and getting his wee bag. That's what happens, so... There we are. Great times. Yet another quiz in the bag. What is it? 16-5. 16 yeah. 16-5 now, Ewan, in yeah. the quiz. Okay. Champions League music's just finishing. I know you've not got your headphones on. So there we are. Yet another win and absolutely smashed as per usual. Wait, wait. There was no smashing there. You were lucky to get Dundee United. A win's, have- a, a, win's a win, mate. Uh, this has been the Big Scottish Football Podcast. A huge thank you to you all for listening and watching on YouTube as well. You can subscribe on Clyde on Super Scoreboard on YouTube. And remember, subscribe on podcast as well. I don't know why you've put those sunglasses on. Because it's sunny outside and I'm leaving, that's why. <laughs> He's like a shite... You look like taxi driver. He looks like a shite top gun. <laughs> Bottom gun. <laughs> anyway, do, you know what, do you know what? I work with absolute fannies. Do we're you know we're back next week. Uh, you can listen to Clyde on Super Scoreboard during the week. We're back with the big Saturday football show. And uh, yeah, see you next Monday. It'll be fun. There he goes. <laughs> Bottom gun. <laughs> what a wank. <laughs>